What is up, guys? Welcome back to Creeps in the Crypt. As always, I am Eric, and I'm joined by... Christian! And Sam. So, we got a bunch of new listeners this week. Welcome. So, welcome, guys. Uh, we appreciate your patronage. Thank you for downloading the episodes. Welcome to the shit show. That's how we, that's how we track these things. So, make sure you're downloading the episodes uh, and leave us reviews. Hi, Renita. <laughs> Jesus. We, ha- we have a friend of Sam's that's obsessed with the show, which we love. We all love the fact that she's obsessed. Every time she walks in, she's like, oh, I'm on this episode now. That's fucking like, great. Jesus. That's awesome. Love her. I love getting comments like that. Like, she sent us a nice thing on Instagram that I uh, was like, thank you so much. Because I'm down to do that cryptid she sent though. Yeah, that'd be she cool. was telling me about it. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Hold on, what? There's a new cryptid. Not new, new to me and us. Well, me at least. I'd never heard of it. Eric, give me what a bear, crypt, what give me cryptid a bear was trap, it? Some hot, some honey Cheerios. <laughs> bear trap and some honey Fucking Cheerios in a blanket. Trying to bring it home and like make it a pet. Yeah. Um, I could see you having a pet snallygaster in the backyard or some shit. Oh, that's yeah. fucking amazing. Is that what it's called? No, that's, that is a cryptid, though, that we will cover. Oh, stop. They give the cryptids the best names ever. This one is called the Giant of Gandahar. Oh, Love the it. Giant of Kandahar. Yeah. That's not... I mean, I wouldn't per se call that a cryptid, but yeah, oh. yeah. She called it a cryptid, and I don't know the, I don't know any different. I mean, it's an, it's an urban legend, right now but there's a bunch of dudes in the military that say it happened but we'll cover that at a later date yeah. we'll set that for next year um because we're filled out for the rest of this year but we'll definitely cover the john and next year i'm down big fucking redheaded giant why has it got to be redheaded because it is well i am the opposite like there you go you can find big tall redheaded and scary I'm not big or tall. That's Sam's okay, but I'm redheaded from, and scary. Yeah, Sam's divergent from the calls. But anyway, <laughs> that's not why we're here today. Sam has found a deep cut, I would say. I am. I have. Uh, when she brought this to the table, I was like, this seems like uh, an interesting little episode. It is. But before I get into that, I have a okay. funny story that... My GM told me. Well, she didn't tell me. It happened to her. So she, her and her husband just moved into their new house. Mm-hmm. And their old neighborhood, they had a really bad black bear problem. Like, a ton of black bears would be in their backyard. Fuck Crazy. That. Like, to the point, they weren't letting their cats or dogs out. Just, you know, try to lure them off with a picnic basket. <laughs> Hey, boo-boo. Just put some C4 in a picnic basket and uh, what? paint the fucking sky red with bear guts. Um, but anyway, so she she likes to sit out back on the back porch and drink her wine and look at TikToks and whatnot. Uh-huh. And in her new house, she's been hearing like footsteps, like someone walking in the tree line. Every single night. And she's like, I flashed my flashlight. And I'm like, you're doing what? You're flash. You're looking in the trees, Chelsea. Yeah, that's what? in a neighborhood, though, dude. No. They're like, 
their their house like backs up to a bunch of woods and then another road and then is it in like is it in like a they're like the forest or um it's in like a cul-de-sac so i'm not sure i haven't been there they're good but it's every single night the same like it's probably a fucking squirrel that's like you she can hear it like footsteps like walking in the tree line and she's just like flashing her flashlights into the trees and i'm like girl no she looks into the trees you don't look in the trees and she's like what why and i was like do you want to know what's in the trees chelsea i mean if you want to know what's in the trees We'll cover that. If you hear something, no, you didn't. If you see something, no, you didn't. You know what? what? I really wish you had led this off on the next episode. If we cover what I want to cover. Oh, sorry. In the trees. It was just too funny because I grew up in the mountains in Virginia. Yeah, in, in, in Appalachia. Appalachia is like, yeah, you, you didn't hear. <laughs> what? I like looked at her, and I was like. You put the flashlight in the trees? There's a difference if you're living in a housing development. I don't think it's like a full development, though. Still. I don't care. You don't put your... You're, you too, don't. you're too fucking superstitious, dude. Man, but, I'm not looking in the trees. Like, you... I'm going to have to find somebody to fill your spot for whenever we do, like... The flesh pedestrians? The skinwalker episodes and the you're Wendigo gonna episodes. You're going to have to I am not doing it. I will call them flesh pedestrians. Also, Renita loved our flesh pedestrian. I'm gonna idea. call. I'm gonna have to call the girls from Shook. That's fine. I'm gonna have they to can call talk them about flesh pedestrians. and have them come do the episode with us. That's fine. They There'll can come do crossover. the crossover. <laughs> like Sam, Sam's on leave this week. She's been placed on administrative leave for for insubordination. <laughs> the Windy Boy and the flesh pedestrians. No, no. Well, she said no. If you girls that shook wanna wanna come up here to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, I got a I got a guest room and we can just bang out some some episodes on Skinwalkers, Skinwalker Ranch, and the Wendigo because Sam will never fucking do those episodes. I won't episodes. say it. I won't say it. I will sit in the room while y'all talk about it, but I'm not saying it. I'll say flush pedestrians. I'm gonna put you in the corner. That's put baby in the corner. That's I'm fine. Gonna put Me baby and Sam in the corner. can chill. <laughs> Fucking, we have a animate animatronic Sam from the movie Trick or Treat. In Just the don't plug him in while I'm in there. <laughs> Over there. <laughs> hey, you two can hang out. That's fine. We'll we'll chill. Yeah, you can vibe. Me and Oogie Boogie in the corner. Yes. Yeah. Because I yeah I gotta have I gotta have somebody that's that's willing to do the reading that uh <laughs> will fucking say the words. But without further ado, guys. <laughs> Enough about a topic that we're covering in the future. Uh, Let's get into this. So I have stumbled upon another abandoned township since y'all ate up Ong's hat. Yeah. The fact that Ong's hat is in our top five episodes and I was like, oh, this is going to be a good throwaway filler episode. And it's like, I'm blown the fuck up. So fuck me, I guess. Here we are bringing you more of what you like. Do you, you guys asked? We delivered. Download the episode. We are diving into Dudleytown, Connecticut. And I had stumbled across Avery After Dark's episode of this. Okay. Shout That's out. how I found about it. She's awesome. I love her. 
I tried to listen to other podcasts that were talking about this, and I couldn't get through the first five minutes. No. So, I tried. No. Yeah. So, Dudley Town is considered the creepiest abandoned town in Connecticut. And I've seen, like, YouTube videos of people, like, exploring Dudley Isn't Town. Isn't it illegal to go there? Yeah. Okay. We'll get there. Like much of Connecticut, the settlers came to the area around what's now known as Cornwall. And that included the Dudleys, who came from England to Litchfield Hills by the year 1747. They helped create a thriving community that was first known as Owlsbury. But it was primarily filled through the regions growing in the iron industry. So it's basically just like a bunch of iron workers. What's now known as Dudley Town is located in the northwest corner of the state. And even when it was Dudley Town, it wasn't officially like Dudley Town. Um, it was more like a village similar to that of like Ong's Hat was. It's located in a valley called the Dark Entry Forest, which is a few miles south of the Cornwall Bridge. So that's not fucking ominous at all. The Dark Entry Forest. <laughs> right. It sounds like a great place to build a summer home, if you ask me. Well, we'll get there. Put a pin in that. <laughs> oh, God damn. Is there real estate available? <laughs> We'll Chris, get there. Christians, I would like a cottage in the dark entry forest. Wait, only Can I build the roof out of gumdrops and the frosting? I can lure children. Yeah. It would be more fucking like, witch. It would be more like dead trees. <laughs> and moss. I mean. I have a pet Jersey Devil. No. No, I just have Lou. She's my she's my guard kitty. Mm-hmm. She assaults you from the trees. She's ah. <laughs> Oh Christ. So if we have any listeners that are in that area, don't get, I'm not saying go in there, but I'm saying if you do, tell us your stories, take pictures. If you have experiences, tell but us your stories. Don't, yeah, don't, uh, don't do it just because we told you to. Before we get into the Dudley Town story, I'm going to talk about the Dudley family history for a second. Okay. So, we have Edmund. He's the patriarch of the Dudley family. He, in 1510, he was imprisoned by King Henry VIII in hopes that Edmund would reveal the location of an ancient book that the king believed to hold um, the path to power. But Edmund took that secret to his grave when he was beheaded because he tried to overthrow King Henry VIII. This was like right when he had taken over. When King Henry the Seventh died and King Henry the Eighth took over, mm-hmm. I don't remember how old he was, but I remember he I remember him being like pretty young. He was like thirteen. So was it that? I yeah. was thinking fourteen. So he was like thirteen. It's at this point that it's believed that the curse was imposed, or it started, enacted, whatever. Well, all right. So it's the curse on the Dudley family. There's a Dudley family curse. But wouldn't he? All right, all right, hold on. So, just magical thinking, real uh-huh. quick. Normally, the curse befalls on, you know, the king who ordered his head to be cut off. Well, the king had this. Unless somebody cursed the family before that happened. Um. So, the Dudley family is rumored to have dealt in this certain book that does certain things. 
magically dark. I'm assuming it was dark magic and alchemy. Oh, I don't know. Never said. Uh, uh, at that period of time, alchemy was a big thing. So, but who knows? I mean, I a know. curse could have fell on the family. So one video that I watched on the Dudley family, it um, it said that the king had this like, I don't know what they called it, but I want to call it a coven. Not a, it's not exactly a coven. It's like a not a really a secret society either. They wore cloaks, and these are the ones that are supposedly that cast the curse onto the Dudley family. I wonder if it's like a group kind of like Skull and Bones where they just get drunk in a crypt <laughs> and jerk off in a coffin. I was going to say that's kind of like we do, but we don't do that. So. I mean, speak for yourselves. Get the fuck out of my face. Eric's over here diddling for the ghost. <laughs> so this I, can't, cur- I can't even. I, I, like, I was going to try to do a, a masturbation joke and I just can't. So this curse goes for any deadly both present and future for the treasonous act of Edmund. So it's because Edmund's treasonous act that this curse has been enacted. Is that the right term? Enacted? Yeah. You know what? I'll give it to you on that one. Okay. Imposed, created, started, cast, whatever have you. Hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. So Edmund had a son, John Dudley. And John had a son named Guilford. John tried to arrange for his son, Guilford, to be married to a woman named Lady Jane Grey in efforts to, con- to take control of the British throne. See, Lady Grey had become um, queen for a very short period of time. So this is all happening like right after the Hundred Years' War between Britain and France. Um, so, I mean, it's been a massive fucking war effort. So I don't really remember a lot of world history, so mm. I'm going to take your word for it. Well, the only reason I know that shout out to a podcast that I listen to every week. Uh, last podcast on the left just covered Jill uh, DeRay, who was a like a old school serial killer in France that killed like 100 boys. Oh, word. Yeah, 42 whatever crazy exuberant number but anyway yeah that's that's how i was like king henry i've heard that oh i was listening to that this week side note mm-hmm. in scream six one of the apartments of the victims uh-huh. has the last podcast on the left poster in it oh that's fucking cool okay i was like hey look at that that's fucking dope shout out to those guys they do great <laughs> fucking work um love them so anyway, so John tries to arrange for his son, Guilford, to be married to Lady Jane Grey. She'd become queen for a short time, so he's like, hey, we're going to slide on in. We're going to take a note from Edmund's book, but try to do it a different way. We're not going to overthrow the throne. We're just going to marry into it. But the plan... Smart move. Right? Well, the plan play. failed. Oh, no. And they were all sentenced to death. So it did not work. Yeah, I probably could have <laughs> saw that coming. So, Guilford's brother... It's called the honeypot. Guilford's brother came home from France. So I guess this was at the end of the Hundred Year War, because yep. he was coming home from France, and he was yep. a soldier. Um, he was a military officer, I'm sorry, and brought a plague with him that, was, that spread very quickly and killed a ton of soldiers, and then it spread through the county, the country, and left thousands more dead. 
He's a super spreader. He's patient zero. He was a super, super spreader. spreader. He was well, I mean, plague was a common thing back then, though. Yeah. It really was. Like, anywhere where there's, like, battles and they're bringing food along, there's rats that are bringing the plague. No. Chatty kitties. So, a hundred years later, so we're in 1610 now. Mm-hmm. Well, we started in 1510. We're now a hundred years down the road. A descendant of Edmund Dudley, his name is William Dudley, he made the journey across the pond to Connecticut. William was soon followed by more members of the Dudley family looking for a fresh start. The town was then owned by a man named Thomas Griffiths. So we're talking about Owlsbury, which is soon to be Dudley Town. A hundred years later, so we're at 1710. I mean, Owlsbury is such a way fucking cooler name than Dudley Town. It really is. I was like, wow, they... Dudley Town sounds like a place for the mentally deficient. <laughs> well, we're we going to get there. We got to take him to Dudley Town. He, he's, he's, we got to put him out to pasture. He, he ain't doing too good in school. Four descendants of the, the Dudleys uh, founded what is now known as Dudley Town. So now we're concurrent, sort of. Um, by the early 1800s, Dudley Town was doing pretty good. They had a population of a couple hundred people. They had a church, a school, a general store, and a blacksmith shop. I find it shocking, though, that they changed the name to Dudley Town, given the family's history of being fucking traitors well, under the crown. They came to... Well, this was like 200 years later. Still. I mean, yeah, but... Um, they came to look. To, look, William was just like, "I need a fresh start. We're gonna, we're gonna leave the curse behind in England, and we're gonna come. We're gonna start this new." You can never leave a curse behind unless no, you talk to a gypsy. But they didn't know that. Mm. So all of those things were the trappings of a thriving town, community, village, whatever. They thought that coming to a new country and starting a new, far away from the Dudley curse would bring them a new life and new opportunities. Until things took a dark turn. Of course. Abiel Dudley. Abiel. I think it's Abiel. Dudley, one of the four founding Dudleys of Dudley Town, stayed in the town and wound up costing, losing his fortune before he eventually lost his mind altogether. He claimed to be seeing horrifying creatures in the forest, which is why you never look in the fucking trees. His land was soon confiscated and sold. Abiel's mental state worsened until his passing. I couldn't find an actual so, solid. This makes me think of the fucking village by M. Night Shyamalan. I've never seen that movie. Oh, my God. It's great. Where can I find it? Uh, you can probably get it on Amazon Prime. I'm not going to watch it by myself. But I'll watch it. Well, if you want to watch it here, we can watch it. Well, I'm not going to watch it tonight. No, but but know, I'm down. I'm down for me. It's a great movie. In Joaquin Phoenix is in it. It's, it's good stuff. Sold. That's all we had to say. There might be giant turkey monsters. Or is it? Because there's always a twist. Mm -hmm. That's true. In 1792, one of Abiel's friends, Gershon Hollister, was building a barn for his neighbor. So Gershon's building a barn for Gershon's neighbor. William Tanner, when he fell to his death while building the barn. But other reports say that Gershon was brutally murdered at the Tanner home. I couldn't, like, 
sources say both not both but like i have some that say he fell some that say he was murdered so i don't know either way he did he he's he's gone he did you go. Then William became mentally disabled and senile. He also rambled on about creatures that would come out of the woods at night. William's insanity progressed until he eventually passed away as well. Then a man named Nathaniel Carter moved into Abiel's far- former home, and soon Nathaniel's relatives fell ill with a plague now known as cholera. That killed a lot of his family, Nathan's, Nathaniel's family. The remaining family members fled to Delaware, but the curse followed them. Nathaniel and his wife were murdered by indigenous people. Their three children were taken to Canada. His two daughters were saved, but his son, who remained a prisoner of the indigenous people, they didn't specify which indigenous... Per- Tribe. Yeah. Um, so the son married ended up marrying one of the women before returning to America, and he went on to become a U.S. Supreme Court justice. Well, there that you go. That's pretty cool. Success story. I don't know what happened to him since then, he but... He probably lived a long, happy life. That's what I'm going to go with. In 1804, General Herman Swift's wife, Sarah Fay, was struck by lightning while she was on their front porch and died in Dudleytown. Shortly after her death, Herman went absolutely insane and passed away. He also spoke of scary monsters that lived in the woods. Residents were going missing. A string of strange and unexplainable deaths occurred. Crops in the town were failing. A large number of farm animals in the town were going missing. By the 1850s, the remaining Dudley town residents packed up and left town. So they're they're gone. So people are just like, too much weird shit going on. We're out. Yeah. Peace. See you later. See you never. And they're out. Editor and founder of the New York Tribune, Horace Greeley, was married to a woman named Mary Young Cheney, who was believed to have been born in Dudley Town. In 1872, Mary Young died from an apparent suicide. And then just a month later, Horace followed suit in the same manner. But this turned out to be false. Mary was from Litchfield Hills, which is kind of the same, but not. So it's kind of like, um, like South Strand. And mm-hmm. then there's like Surfside Garden City and Rolls Inlet, yes. but it's all the South Strand. That's kind of how it is. Gotcha. You know? So it's a suburb of. So like Cornwall and it's like Litchfield Hills, yeah. Dark Entry Forest, Cornwall. Uh, it's like how. Deadly Town. Yeah. It's like su- subsects of the city. Yeah. Different, least, a- different areas. That's what I'm. That's what I think it is. Different neighborhoods that make up the cities. Pretty much. Gotcha. So Mary is from Litchfield, and she died of lung disease and didn't commit suicide. But it was a fun little urban legend that I found, and legend within a legend. Put it that way. Legendception. So, <laughs> it sat abandoned until 1892 when an Irishman named John and I couldn't pronounce his last name. I anyway, his name is John. Moved there with his family and his flock of sheep. Soon after settling into the town. poor sheep. His sheep began dying of unknown causes. And then his wife passed. Damn, I'm good. I didn't even look at the notes. I just knew what was coming. sheep and his wife. Now what's he going to fuck? 
Oh my god. He packed up the rest of his sheep and peaced out. Well, at least he got something out of it. I don't yeah. have no wife. I don't have no sheeps. He had some of his sheep, just not all of them. Dudley Town once again sat abandoned until 1918 when a New York surgeon named Dr. William Clark decided that the old town was his perfect place to build his summer home. I don't think I'd want a surgeon with the last name of Clug. Clark. Oh, Clark. I, th- I thought you said Clug. I was like... Clark. Sorry. I was like, oh, that just... I don't need him clugging around in my insides. Ew. Now he's going to be clarking around in there. Uh, I mean, I guess that sounds better. So, over the next couple years, William and his wife Harriet would spend weekends and summers there while the construction was going on. Once it was completed, they spent, it became kind of like a holiday house where they went to like short trips in the summer. Not like they didn't spend the summers there. Back then, it was pretty normal to have like your home base and like a winter home well, and yeah, a summer home. Well, yeah, it took home. them probably fucking a week and a half to get there, a horse and buggy. It was a freaking 1918. They had, like, had cars back then. A surgeon from New York. You didn't think he had a car? Maybe. He did. It was three hours from Deadly Town to the city. Thank you. Um, they lived their best summer life in their summer home until the 1930s. One weekend, William was called away to New York for an emergency, so he packed up and left. Uh, his wife, Harriet, decided to stay behind, and you know he'll be right back. So she was like, mm. eh, well, good. Something probably didn't happen too great to Harriet. According to the report, he returned six hours later to find that she had gone absolutely bonkers. Insane. She also began to babble on about strange creatures that had come out of the forest and attacked her, and then she took her own life. Harriet has hysteria. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a big thing back then in the 30s. Well, she should have went and got finger banged by her doctor. That would have cured that hysteria. Well, her husband's a doctor. Well, he wasn't there to cure her. <laughs> Maybe the creatures did it. Maybe that's why she went insane. It's not fucking Rosemary's babies, guys. <laughs> like, jeez. So, sometime during the um, 1920s, the... Most of Dudley Town. So William Clark only built, like he didn't buy all of Dudley Town. Yeah. He bought like a, a portion mm-hmm. of it. So during the 1920s, Dudley Town was purchased by a quote, private philanthropic organization. You nailed that. I saw you doing the quotes. Thank you. It was reforested and supposedly redeveloped with ski areas and horse riding camps, or at least that's the official story. That was the plan. Yeah. But something tells me that didn't happen. Our favorite occultists and demonologists, the Warrens, declared the town demonically possessed in the early 1970s when they filmed a Halloween special in Dudley Town. I knew you would love this. (laughs) I can't get my eyes unrolled from my skull. When I read this, I was like, Eric's going to love this. Ugh. The evil little gremlin in my this, head was this like... This episode <laughs> just has all the ick now that it, that it needs. Because of the warrants that, yeah. that gives you the ick? Fucking shysters. He said, with, quote, without a doubt, this town was destroyed by the deadly curse. Okay, that will make me roll my eyes. 
It's not the curse. It's the fucking monsters I, in the trees. I tried to find the special. I couldn't find it. It's heifers. probably in a vault. It was heifers. Or it was probably so bad it never saw the light of day ever again. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey. you know, the Dudley curse killed all these people. And it's like, no, I'm. they're all rambling about monsters. Sounds like we need a cryptozoologist and not a demonologist. That's what it sounds like. Anyway, when the Blair Witch Project came out, so it was what, like, 90s. Late 90s? Late 90s. Yeah. 97? Something like that? I was thinking 99, so. We're on the same Probably 98, yeah. 99. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Anyway. Great the, film, though. The original Blair Rich. There's a remake of it. Well, there's the also original, a, there was also a part two, and it was not a found footage film. But it was still pretty decent. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember it was good. what I thought about it. I liked it. So, Blair Witch Project comes out. Thrill Seekers came in droves to the abandoned town in search for some kind of proof that the paranormal existed there. So they were like, oh. Uh, I mean, it wasn't... Basically, anything that happens in a super haunted area, like we have an area here called Old Gun Church that... Oh, Alice Flag. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, no, it's... You can go to Alice Flag's grave, supposedly, but... I heard her actual grave is like in the marsh now. Possibly, but basically DNR has this thing like gated off and you can't get into it. Oh, that's the one in Georgetown. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I'm talking about. Okay. So, yeah, the the Department of like Natural Resources does kind of keep an eye on these things to keep vandals and shit out. Mm-hmm. Because anytime it drums up public interest, you just have a bunch of wannabe Zach Bagans. Going out there and trying to shoot footage. Exactly. Especially now in the YouTube age. Like, oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> I watched this one Dudley, two Dudley Town videos uh, from this YouTuber called Mr. Viper. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. He looks like a 15-year-old kid or something. He's out past his bedtime. Well, they go out in the daytime. Oh, okay. Oh, um, what a puss. I couldn't find any nighttime videos that would load of Dudley Town. That's shocking because yeah. I wonder if they have guards out there. Well, put a pin in that. Okay. So droves of paranormal thrill seekers come to Dudley Town Forest. Right after the Blair Witch comes up. Yeah. Some vandalized the area. Some got lost and needed help finding their way out of the forest. Some consider the town to be, quote, the evilest place on earth, which is pretty bold in my opinion. Because I feel like there are far more scary places. Oh, yeah. Than Dudley Town, Connecticut. But I digress. Several paranormal investigators have left the town running and screaming. I didn't see anything that was to write home about I mean, in the videos I watched. I love a good urban legend, though, dude. I did watch this one video where... <laughs> the, I don't remember what I went down a very deep rabbit hole on YouTube. It was kind of scary. Um, but there's this one video of this paranormal investigator who was in Dudley town at night. Uh, I don't know if it was actually at night because he like super, or if he was actually in Dudley town. Yeah. He like superimposed. I think that's the right word or Photoshopped or whatever 
whatever, this, like, ghostly blue upside-down face into his, like, flashlight light. Uh-huh. And that's when I stopped. I was like, I've come entirely too far down this rabbit hole. I have to get out now. <laughs> that, that was your first indicator that you were too far? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So since 1999, Dudley Town cannot be visited. So it must have, Blair Witch probably came out around that time. Was the nail in the coffin for visitors. Pretty much. Visitors. Um, the owners of the town, Dark Entry Forest Association, don't take real kindly to trespassers. Connecticut State Police say that anyone who tries to get into the town limits will be arrested. Which, side note, side note, if it is that important and detrimental to trespassers or whoever chooses to go into Dudley Town to not go in, do you think that maybe... The entrance, like, would be blocked off. It's like, uh, it's like, um, I call them horse gates, but I, I know that that's not what they're called. But, like, the, they're just iron. Big, just big metal gates. It's like a one big iron gate with the three little rungs and a little, like, nothing around it. No fence. No nothing. It's a tree with a sign that says no trespassing. I mean. Anyway. So that's you would you would think they would have a little bit better protection on that. I'm saying anyway. <laughs> the the association keeps a very low profile. They don't do much to dispel the rumors of Dudley Town. They refuse to be interviewed, and they go to extreme lengths to um, conceal their identities. So. No one knows who's on, who's in this association. Oh, that's creepy. Very skull and bones. Some say that a dangerous motorcycle gang has claimed the land as their own and will run off any trespassers using, quote, whatever force necessary. Mm. Yeah, I don't buy that. I I watched a lot of videos in Dudley Town. Only one video were the police present at the end. Take that for what you will. Dr. John F. Like? L-E-I-C-H. Like. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We're going to go with it. He's been a resident of Dark Entry Forest for over 50 years. He says that there isn't anything paranormal or unexplained about Dudley Town. Him and his wife spend every summer there along with 50 other shareholders and have witnessed nothing strange. But every video I've seen... That's just what they want to say. Right? Because every video I've seen of Dudley Town, uh, it's... They don't go very far. Why do I feel like I'm in, like, a Scooby-Doo episode? It literally, like... It's, it's just a bunch of rich assholes that, like, go and scare the fucking the it's like it's, that's um, what I feel. it's like a... What's that one? The Club? Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Yeah, think of it as like East Coast Bohemian Grove, but instead of a bunch of CEOs getting sucked off by gay prostitutes in the Redwood Forest and Republic or uh, all the politicians out there, too, it's just a bunch of like rich fucking moguls scaring off kids in like Halloween masks. Honestly, that would be hilarious. That's that's my theory. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Just because I want it to be true. I mean, I'm kind of down with that. Yeah. So, a Dudley family genealogist and descendant of the Dudleys, 
Reverend Gary Dudley says that the supposed origin of the Dudley family that founded Dudley Town, so William Dudley, mm -hmm. who came over from England, mm -hmm. those Dudleys, is not of the same lineage as the one of Edmund Dudley. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Another claim from Reverend Dudley is that the rye that was made in the town had ergot rotted. What? Ergot poisoning. All these people are suffering from ergot. That's a, okay, so that's a thing. I yeah. thought you were just making noises. I was about to say, bless you. I don't know. No. The <laughs> ergot poisoning is what they associated the hallucinations. Ergot. Uh, so basically, they blame Salem. A bunch of people blame Salem on ergot poisoning. Interesting. So all the wheat flour basically grows a fungus. And it makes you trip fucking balls. But here's the problem with that. You die within a couple days of exposure. Um, after eating exposure. it. Um, I don't know the time frame of when all these people went absolutely bonkers and then passed. But that sounds kind of on point. Uh, sounds like. But that doesn't explain Harriet. I mean, she had been there. I they, don't know. Set, they spent the summers. Even they just it was just short trips. There wouldn't be any rye in Dudley Town at that but, point no. because it hadn't been there. No one had been there for almost a almost a hundred years. There you go. I don't. Then that breaks that theory apart. Thank you. Ergot. Ergot. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> it's it's the ergot. So, yeah. So. The rye had rotted, creating mold, thus making the people hallucinate and see ghosts, which no one ever said ghosts. They said creatures and monsters. No one ever said ghosts, which those are two different things. At least to me. You say monster. I think like boogeyman and the like cryptid. Mm -hmm. I When you say like ghosts, I think like a dead person. Yeah. So, which is it? Is it monsters Something and paranormal was going on. Let's put it that right. way. So, Reverend Dudley believes this, this entire curse is the result of, quote, bad bread or yeast. I mean, that would make sense for back then, but that doesn't make sense for the... The surgeon's wife. Yeah. Another theory about Dudley Town is that the curse comes from another, none other than demonologist and ghost hunter Ed Warren. Hold on one Not second. So if she was out in the woods, because she said they attacked the monsters attacked her in the woods. They came out of the woods and attacked her. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I was say maybe there, maybe it was an airborne spore of it or something that got her, but that doesn't make sense. I don't know if that came into the house. I doubt it because I don't think anything. No, no, like paranormal can come into a home without it being invited. Oh, it definitely can. Oh. Oh, it does. I mean, that's rules for vampires. I too. thought. Well, no, it's for a lot of things. You have to. You have to. A, a, a door or a whatever has to be opened and be welcomed in before they can come in, right? Not now, necessarily. In some form or fashion. No, not necessarily. I mean, oh. ghosts are just psychic imprints. I mean, there's residual hauntings. There's all sorts of stuff. Of thing of people that have been there, though. Monsters, like cryptids, don't have to follow that rule. 
There's, I thought there's all sorts of like Bigfoot attacks on like trailers and shit. That's true. Okay. Okay. Well, majority of the things have to be the lizard man of South Carolina fucked up somebody's car. He weirds me out. He's an actual person, though. Yeah. His name is Chuck Schumer. Mm. The look on the look on their faces is just great. <laughs> anyway, Ed Warren thinks that an ancestor of the Dudleys was an English judge which, who had sentenced several witches to death, resulting in a family curse. It's very bell witch of him. Mm. But that's what Ed Warren thinks happened. <sighs> I mean, that would put a fucking curse on a family. Mm-hmm. When you go into the limits of Dudley Town, it's reported that you can't hear anything. No birds, no animals, not even bugs. A reporter said that it's like stepping into a recording studio booth. There's brief gusts of wind, but that's it. You don't hear anything. Fascinating. Right? Like no birds, no animals, no nothing. I don't know for sure. The land is bad. I don't know. A lot of photos that people take while inside Dudley Town won't develop. No matter what choice of camera, be it iPhone, digital, or like um, dis- disposable cameras, any kind. Yeah, but they're taking video recordings. I don't know. I mean, there were some things that were... And you don't have to develop an iPhone camera. Well, no, I'm not saying, like, sometimes it won't, like, click. Take the photo. Yeah. They... Shit service. There's no <laughs> cell tower around. Um, the, they'll either, the photo will either come out distorted or the cameras just won't work in general. But as soon as you leave the limits of Dudley Town, the cameras work just fine. Mm. Spooky. I know, right? Co-author of Deadly Town, Deadly, not Dudley, Nancy Ziegler claims that the shareholders have a vested interest to cover up the strange goings-on, and she claims to have been slapped and scratched by ghosts, like while in Dudley Town. Other people have chalked the, quote, curse up to guys wanting to get their girlfriends to get closer to them while getting closer to Dark Entry Forest. Like, kind of like how... Make uh, out point, but spooky. No, like how you take a girl on a date to a scary movie and hope she's like, uh, and like, you know? Yeah, until you're, you know, assaulted and raped by tree monsters. Mm. Okay. It's literally like Evil Dead. Okay. Kind of. If you've seen the OG Evil Dead, you know what I'm talking about. Others have shared their own accounts of, quote, feeling a presence in Dudley Town. When you take a walk through Dudley Town, some claim that they feel like they're walking in circles and become disoriented. Some get the feeling that they're being watched on the inside of the town that they can't shake. There have been reports of, quote, very aggressive people that will chase those who dare enter the town 
and not like the classic get off my lawn old people like is it more like the hillbillies from deliverance where it's like you got a purdy mouth get on your knees and squeal like a piggy uh less than that more than get off my lawn old man it's men with guns chasing you out well that's almost as scary as the tree rape monsters yeah I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. What I find odd. Just a crazy moon bunch of moonshined up hillbillies. <laughs> shotguns. Nah. <laughs> what I find odd about this whole Dudley Town story, legend, whatever, what have you, is think about how many abandoned towns, haunted places uh haunted areas what have you that the towns and the other associations will make like attractions out of it you've got the sorrel weed house down in savannah old city jail in charleston the umpteen ghost voodoo vampire true crime tours in narlands i've been on several how much money do you think these tours just rake in just by keeping the history and the lore alive in these places? Like Old City Jail has the first female serial killer execution. Spoiler alert. I'm just saying. Um, Sorrel Weed House in Savannah. Um, I think his name's William. William Sorrel. Um, he had an affair with one of the housemaids and she hung herself and there's a bunch of like voodoo practices down in the basement of the Sorrel weed house. And I think what you have here is a bunch of upper crust, wealthy people that want to keep the fucking common man out. Or they just don't want a bunch of fucking asshole tourists running around in, in the woods. I mean, maybe, but like you could. Or maybe there's something darker and more nefarious going on. And that's why you don't look in the trees. Well, no, I was talking about like maybe there's a cult up there or something. They don't want anybody there. That sparked a memory of mine of my rabbit hole venture. Okay. There was this man. I have no idea what his name is. What part, what his username is on YouTube, but I just, I, I think that was my Dudley Town Exploration search bar rabbit hole. I think it's this guy, he had a couple videos, I think it's like two or three videos of him in Dudley Town, like pretty deep. And there was this cloaked black figure just like walking. Through the woods? Yeah. There you go. There's some black magic fucking shit going on up there. Maybe. And they're trying to like not ex- maybe. have a bunch of assholes walking around. Trees. That's all I want to do. Or maybe it's, you know, a topic that we might cover next week. I'm just saying. A cryptid that is the whole reason that people don't look in the trees. Yeah. It's going to be good shit. Devil monkeys.
Oh. I was like, what the fuck are we, what are we doing next week? I think I'm going to call out sick next week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's devil monkeys. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's Dudley Town. Don't look in the trees. Don't look in the trees. If we have enough information on uh, devil monkeys, we'll put out an episode. Or if not, we might do a, a little bonus short form episode on it. I'm okay with that. I always have a cryptid itch going on. Yeah, it's been be a while. The, it's been a while be since we've friend. done a cryptid. But and we can drink the cryptid sours. Oh yeah, we haven't. So when we were in uh, Tennessee, we found these cryptid uh, trick or treat themed hard seltzers. That there's two cans in there that it's it's basically like the uh, jelly belly jelly belly. They'll give you like good the flavors. Bean boozled. Yeah, the bean boozled. Have you done the bean boozled once and never again? Yeah, one tastes like toothpaste. The other would be like blueberry. I think I get grass and dog food. I got all the worst flavors. I think I got like rotten fish or something oh, disgusting no. like that. Stop talking. I don't ever want to yeah. hear rotten fish after today. Yeah, we gave Salem and Lucy Eric's calamari and pumpkin. All- Oh, gross. But anyway, yeah, guys, uh, Dudley Town, fucking fascinating. If you've ever been to Dudley Town, let us know in uh, Instagram comment or something, and that would be awesome. We'd yeah. love to hear from you. And by the way, we have an episode on Ouija boards coming out, and we're going to do part one will be the history of the Ouija board, mm-hmm. and part two will be listener stories. Ooh. So... Give us some stories. Uh, send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. That's the, TikTok even. That's the best way to get in touch with us. Um, if you want to email us, it's creepsinthecrypt at gmail.com. You can email us your story. But yeah, uh, make sure you do that. We, we've got two stories so far, and I'm going to reach out to some possibly other podcasts and see if they want to do like a little phone storytelling thing. Oh, the one that Shook was talking about? Yeah, Shook, Shook hit us up, and uh, I'm going to ask them this week if they want to do that. Yeah, they. she kept tagging the person she wants to tell the she wants to tell us the story. Yeah, so we'll definitely do that. Um, but yeah, let us know, and guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Stay spooky. Stay creepy.